Who Really Are the Sacred Seed? by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. If we continue to go through life using the intellect and reason we have gleaned from the world's knowledge, the end result will always be the ways of Satan. How can I say this? Easy. We are Eve's descendants. She personally chose the source of knowledge we have been trained and educated to operate in, knowledge from the tree of good and evil. That family tree has been proven undesirable. It has no real future, as it cannot create. It can only copy and counterfeit. It is therefore inadequate and inferior, and the world that has evolved from it is likewise. On the surface it may appear that a new idea has been birthed or a new thing created, but if you look carefully, you will see the concept is already at work in God's perfect creation. Satan's intellect, the wisdom man has so prided himself in, is just a counterfeit of God's thoughts. For instance, planes fly, so do birds and angels. Computers are quite complex, but look at the complexity of the human brain, and more especially, who could imagine the mind of Christ? Man can clone, but he cannot create the original. When God breathed life into Adam, he was actually given the mental faculty to tap into the thoughts of God, thus enabling him to name every animal, fowl, fish, and creepy-crawly thing. Think of all the millions of different species. Adam was fed by, and connected to, the tree of life. Had the world systems been created through him, as he was before the fall, all would be run according to God's perfect ways. The world would have been a wonderful place to live in forever. But no, Adam and Eve had to buy the lie of Satan. You can be like God in knowing good and evil. We were like God. We were in His image. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 So God created man in His own image. In the image of God He created him, male and female. He created them. Because of Adam's choice, however, man became the image of Satan. All from Adam are good and evil, clever and full of lies. They are manipulating and controlling, born lawless, quite a lower species than God had planned for his family. So now we're stuck with the mess we live in today. Or are we? As we look at Scripture, we find that God promises a new heaven and a new earth. In Isaiah chapter 65 verse 17 it says, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. Our minds will be renewed through God's thoughts. Isaiah did not mean the literal globe or earth will be replaced, as Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 4 tells us. Ecclesiastes Chapter 1, verse 4. One generation passes away, and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. Isaiah's prophecy actually means a new civilization, created from God's perspective, and according to His spiritual laws, will be set in place. This also tells us, today must be the dawning of the eighth day. Let me explain. We can see from Scripture that God created all that He chose or decided to create in six days, 
and then rested on the seventh. Genesis chapter 2 verses 1 through 2 Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. If you count from Adam until now, understanding that a thousand years is as a day to God, you will see the seventh day must be over, and the eighth day has begun, if he is to create new things. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 8 But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Psalm chapter 102 verse 18 speaks of a people yet to be created. This will be written for the generation to come, that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. So they would not have been created until the eighth day, because God was resting. These then are completely new creatures, created differently from those born in the seventh day. Hopefully the new generation, created for this time, will choose to always eat from the tree of life, because they have a big job to accomplish. They must build a government that pleases God and place the people in office that have been chosen by Him. An educational system that teaches from the knowledge of the tree of life must be instituted. The world's wealth must be returned to His family and God's economy reinstated to establish His kingdom and carry out His covenant promises on behalf of His children. They must also teach the nations how to worship Him in spirit and in truth and walk in righteousness. These vessels are God's sacred seed born through the Word and filled with the light of His Spirit, incorruptible ones. They learn from God's thoughts and therefore produce God's ways which, because they are incorruptible, are eternal. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23 says, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the Word of God which lives and abides forever. The Lord will destroy the works of the tree of good and evil, as well as the counterfeit sacred seed powered by Satan, and then proceed to create a new heaven and a new earth. Let us read about this battle. Revelation chapter 17 verses 12 through 14 The ten horns which you saw are ten kings, who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. The number ten in the Bible stands for complete. Horns are symbolic of authority and power. The beast is the global governments of the world run by Satan. These are of one mind. They unitedly think from the tree of good and evil, and they will give their power, financial aid, and authority as the counterfeit sacred seed to the beast. These will make war with the Lamb. Satan's royal family will come against God's family. And the Lamb will overcome them, for He is the Lord of lords and King of kings. And those who are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful. The true sacred seed, born through God at baptism. John chapter 1 verse 13 says, Who were born, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, 
but of God. James chapter 1 verse 18 Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures, a new and different kind, a firstfruit of this age. The new creature's ways are like his, and even the word's ability to create is inherently resident in them. Intellect cannot begin to understand God's word, so who really are the enlightened ones? Here is what Jesus said to the powerful, educated, and wealthy of his day. John chapter 8 verses 43 through 47 Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. I might also ask then, who really is the best suited to create a perfect new world order? Those who are of the Lord's workmanship, trained and indwelled by His Spirit, and nourished by His Word, or those taught from the tree of good and evil and empowered by Satan? Daniel in chapter 12 describes this scenario as he prophesied. Daniel Chapter 12, verse 10 says, Many shall be purified, made white, and refined. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall understand. Let us close with Second Peter, chapter 3, verses 10 through 13, and Isaiah, chapter 66, verses 22 through 23. Hopefully, we will look at these scriptures with a clearer understanding. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10-13 through 13. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. There will be a little warning. The disobedient will be caught unaware, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat, both the earth and the works that are in it. All works accomplished through the knowledge of good and evil will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, once found separate from the world that he is going to destroy, those without spot or wrinkle, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to His promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, in which righteousness dwells. Isaiah chapter 66, verses 22 through 23. For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. It is through these that the Lord will birth the new godly systems, children of light, in the image of the Father of light. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, 
all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. The nations will be drawn to God's city and government, as it will offer safety, shelter, and peace in perfection, all of which is the result of wisdom and knowledge from the tree of life through his sacred seed.